In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. We've stayed in a ton of bed and breakfasts across <laughs> the country, and I really like them. It's nice. I really uh, it's like a, them. It's an interesting way to see an area. Yeah. When we went to England when I was a kid, we shifted from B&B to B&B. Mm. Got to stay in, I think I told you about this, the place that did the crispy potatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm Which not you sure how we're going to try and make, right? Yeah, I need to find some goose fat. <laughs> I'm sure you can get that junk on Amazon. You mean Weg- Wegmans doesn't have ch- uh, uh, goose We've fat? We've never looked for it. Yeah. They might do, because they have a pretty extensive foreign and, and odd foods Yeah, they have an international section. section. And then uh, I think recipe-wise, I might be able to find one off the show Oh Cook, featuring mm-hmm. James May from um, Top Gear. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So he has a cooking show. He He starts the show off by saying... I'm James May, and I don't know how to cook. <laughs> and so he keeps this lady in a closet. Oh, that one, yeah. He keeps a lady lady in a closet behind the counter, and whenever he runs into trouble, he calls her out. Why and does it have to be a lady? <laughs> she comes out, and she you know, fixes whatever he's messed up. Uh, but he does, he does a crispy potatoes recipe where he bakes them, and then uh, when they come out, they're crispy on the outside but soft on the inside. And that's Are they like tater tots or chips? No, or? it's like the potatoes you got at the Greek restaurant. They're oh, cut. Okay. They're cut Big wedges, like that. Wedges. Yeah, and then just greased up and then basically baked on a, a high temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flash to, fry. To, to crisp it. Now, uh, I used to make extra crispy fries at the um, the, the flea the flea market where I used to work. Mm. So we our our fry cutter cut thicker fries. They weren't just like regular like, like sort of steak fries? Yeah, yeah, sort of. And what you would do is you would you would fry them, take them out. And then you would wait a couple minutes and you would refry yeah. them. Yeah. And it really crisps the outside but makes the inside nice and soft. Mm-hmm. Cuatro quesos, dos fritos. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man, I, I, that was a cool job. And it was $5 an hour under the table in 1989. Woo! 1989. So, yeah. Wow. Yep. So you had a job when you were 11? <laughs> yep. I worked with my mom at the, at, and I was the fry guy. Yep. At Jamie's Flea Market on Saturdays. Did you burn yourself? No. Nope. Nice. I made that and onion rings. I used to cut the onion rings and make the batter. That sounds good. Put that good. bad boy there and d- drop it in. Man, they the brat man the the sausages they had they oh, were yeah. excellent. The bratwurst and the sauerkraut. Oh man! And working there, oh it was either that and the, the same people owned a uh, an ice cream stand. I hated the ice cream stand because their freezer was too cold. Mm. Yeah. So the ice cream was frozen yeah. solid. Yeah. So you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally shaking because you couldn't yeah. serve yeah. the stupid thing. Yeah. So we would And then when you thing. finally scoop it, it goes flying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, mean, I was like, man, I, I'd rather just do fries. So I just became the permanent fry person. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a cool job. Good experience for a kid though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, hmm. my, my mind is jumping all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You guys are going to your parents for Thanksgiving? Yes. We're going to Williamsburg and they're and meeting, meeting us there. Oh, oh, okay. So you're not going to be in North Carolina at all. Right. Although in the fairly near future, I need to find a way to get there. Don't go the scenic route because <laughs> we took the scenic route and it was in the mountains and Fancy for, like, gap. for like two hours. Yeah. 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 And we went nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful for like the first half an hour, uh-huh. but then I'm like, can you get me out of the mountains and <laughs> to a, to <laughs> a highway? highway? I, I got to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And the locals were like. Oh, I know. And there's no like railings on the uh, side of the mountain. I'm like, man, get me out of this thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want you to remind me of something here. So I felt really bad last 
in the last episode about like totally forgetting all this other stuff about Tira <laughs> and like animal handling. And I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of a thing of mine, isn't it? I always feel stupid when you have to remind me of my own character's attributes. I'm like, how do you remember that? And I don't with the sheet sitting here in front of my face. You're like, don't forget you have animal handling. So I see I also have survival colored in. What does that even mean? Things like subsisting in the wilderness, being able to find things. (laughs) You'd be able to start a fire immediately, right? So I've been doing that this whole time, totally. Yeah. yeah. (sighs) Scavenging for food. Um coming up with ways to basically exist away from the comforts of civilization. What's it called when you look for little uh, leaves that are edible? Yeah, foraging, yeah. Okay, so I would know what things were edible and which things weren't. You would have a better chance of knowing what things were edible. Oh, yeah, because Rhett's not going to give us give us that easy. Oh, he'll He's going to make us roll for roll. it for sure. And you ate a poisonous berry. <laughs> what? Uh, it's a venomous berry. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It would I was going to say, that's not right, is it, it? It's not. I was just joking. But the whole thing about snakes. Uh, yeah, whether they're poisonous or venomous. Yeah, yeah. they are venomous because are you can eat them yes. and not die. I have had uh, a venomous snake to eat. How was it? It was good. It was a rattlesnake. Yeah, that's the most common one I've heard of people eating is rattlesnake. We got to see a beautiful rattlesnake uh, during camp this year. We were on a on the senior like in hike. the wild or yeah, was in the captive? wild. Oh, okay, no. uh, we were on the senior hike every year. The seniors of the camp beautiful go. Is not the word I would describe. It. Uh, well, see, I I don't like snakes. Oh, okay, really? So you're <clears throat> like Indiana Jones? Yes. Uh, so they're fine behind glass, but if there's one where it has free reign, <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> I, I keep yeah. a healthy distance, but uh, yeah, we were coming down from the mountaintop. And uh, sure enough, uh, down by a little river, it was coming up from the water, and it must have been three feet, maybe a little bit longer, and it, it just kind of crossed the path in front of us. We gave it about 10 feet distance. And, Did it uh, rattle at all? It was rattling the whole time across. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like saying, look, don't, don't come next to me, okay? Yeah. Don't come over here. Stay back, yeah. dude. It was, it was a pretty snake, no doubt about it. And even prettier for being that far away. That's right. Did you guys have boots on, like like high boots? No. No. Sneakers and stuff. Some that could have probably be in sandals. Yep. Wow. Sandals on a hike? Well, you know, like those kind that all the Christian kids get that are like strappy, Velcro sandals. Yeah. yeah. No, the answer is still no on yeah. a hike. First of all, I, I have a thing with sandals. Sandals yeah, me are too. Me very too. specific to a certain environment and, and everything else, but not out in public. Uh, flip-flops? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not out in public. Flip-flops are in public showers. Do you wear it only at the athlete's foot? Uh, you wear it at the pool, maybe, or the beach, but not at the mall. And I'm <laughs> eating, and I look at your nasty feet. Like, no. No, it, it, it's just inappropriate. Would that make you stop eating? Oh, no. <laughs> I would just look at them and eat at them weirdly. <laughs> How does one eat at one? Like this. <laughs> yeah, flip-flops, big no-no. No one wants to see your feet. That was kind of something a downer to end on. Let's end on something a little, little, <laughs> little more uh, happy. Well, it's ten thirty. We could talk about what we're going to do after this recording. That's true. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, my now I'm encroaching on your space. Catherine's no longer here to encroach on your space. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the? Um, the <laughs> The the commercial, it's this Asian family, right? And the kids are like playing. The dad comes in with like pizza and they're like, wow, like awesome. Dad, you're awesome. And they're eating this pizza. And the one kid goes, "Mm, I'm glad mom left us. He's like, (laughs) yeah. And I'm like, 
That is wow. Jack. Uh, that is Jack. <laughs> that what is was it a commercial for? Pizza. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably a pizza. So commercial. basically, the dad wasn't cooking because the mom was like, they left him. Yeah. Okay. And but the pizza was so good, they're like, you know what? I'm glad mom left. I was like, what? That's dark. Yeah, yeah. it is. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that commercial when the guys on the uh, operating table and the doctors on the, and and the the the, the um the instruments are going. And then, uh-huh. like, and the guy on the table is not quite under yet, and he's like, "Sometimes I feel I've got to." And they're like, yeah. boop, boop, "Run away!" And, and they're like, and, they're, and they're, everybody's like, "Got to get." Her. And and at one point they go, "Oh!" <laughs> and it was a, it was That's a Levi- your favorite song. <laughs> I know, I love that song. It was a Levi's uh, yeah. commercial, okay, gotcha. and I'm like. Was the guy on the table wearing jeans? I don't yeah, understand. There was no jeans in there. And it was like Levi's or something I, like that. And I'm like, but it was unmemorable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they got that point across, but I'm like, Levi's. And I've told you about the Corduroy's Levi's commercial before, uh-uh, right? Uh-uh. I looked it up not long ago. I'll see if I can remember to include <laughs> it in the in on Discord. But uh, it's, it's a Corduroy's commercial, not a word spoken in it. But there's a guy walking in the woods and you just hear him... <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember this? No, I don't okay. remember, but I know I know yeah, the sound yeah, of the corduroy sound. Yeah. So he's walking, and then it cuts to somewhere in the trees, and there's like this um, a wolverine, and it's just walking around, and you hear it. <laughs> it's making noises, and then the guy spots it, and he stops. Then he turns around, and he starts walking faster, and the wolverine's coming behind him. <laughs> and, and he just keeps going faster and faster. So it's just the sounds and it's really funny. I'll have to. When did that come out? Oh, back in the early nineties, okay. late, okay. late eighties. And I only saw it on TV once, I think, but it just, it really stuck with me. Do you remember the, was that yeah. yes. stupid commercial? Uh, and then it would never go away. It, wouldn't. it became this, you know, thing that uh, people still to this day reference. Yeah. Very, actually, some dude at work the other day, we got on our, our scrum meeting call and he was like, was And I'm like, wasn't that, oh, wasn't that a phone, dude. like a telephone yes, company yes. commercial? It, no, it no, it was a beer. beer oh, you're right. You're right. It was beer. They were, I, I thought it was funny because they were all calling each other. They were like getting conference calls with like five different guys. <laughs> and they're like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, so bad. So going back to the Levi's. Yes. <laughs> okay. Remember when buttonflies came out? Yes. So here's the deal. We never had, we didn't always have zippers. The original jeans were button fly. Right. And the reason why I know that is because my grandfather took me to Harper's Ferry. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the little store there, they had examples of real denim. Mm-hmm. And they go, and by the way, this new fad of thing was an old fad. Because basically, right. we didn't have zippers in the, in the beginning of, of jeans. So they were always button fly. He goes, uh-huh. so it's just funny to me how yeah. it's a, just this new thing. In reality, yeah. it's just you're rehashing something that was from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody... Within the last month or two, in working through an old mine, found a pair of discarded jeans from the 1800s, mm. Levi's jeans, mm-hmm. preserved, pulled them out, sold them for $80,000 in auction. Huh. Some miner down there had taken off the pants and may presumably put on other ones, I guess. I would hope so. <laughs> but there was these, just these old original Levi's yeah. down in the mine. He retrieved them and sold them, made a wow. pretty penny on them. It's pretty wild. I wonder often how many times I've had things in my hands that are worth a lot of money. And yeah, I'm just like, whatever, you know, trash. Or some of the toys. I wish I had some of the toys I had when I was a kid. Oh, I'm course. more for sentimental value than yeah. anything else. Right. But 
So my brother and I have, it's upstairs, uh, just at the top of the stairs. It's a black chest where we have old toys. Do you remember Starcom? No. Little figures, I think maybe like two inches tall with magnets in their feet. And you could put them on spacecraft. That sounds familiar, but I mean, you're way older than I am. So yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 a couple months. <laughs> and you, you put their feet on, so it, there was like a space station, and you would put their feet on certain little marked places, mm-hmm. and then it would engage something, and you'd have like a, a radar dish that would turn, or you could make vehicles transform slightly. That is dope. It was really neat. Uh, so we have some of those in there. I'll have to pull them out after this to show you. Are you ready? I guess. No. So there's this one. I'm just joking. <laughs> Oh, let me let me moon myself. There we go. Moon your phone. Stackers, we are thankful that you've joined us for another actual play episode. We welcome you to our table. If you have not yet found us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice, please do that. We have all sorts of things that we post there. Uh, you can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And if you have not yet joined us in our Discord server, please take a moment to do that. We'd love to chat with you in real time there. One thing I forgot to mention, uh, I'm going to give you both three experience points for finding and exploring slightly the city of Kasika in Gaza. That's some of your ex- exploration experience points. Um, oh, yeah. We didn't get ex- exploration points to be. Right. So I wanted to get that in there before I forget again. With all that said, hello, stackers. Thank you for joining us around our table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I am Rhett the DM. And with me is Meredith as Tier Ironstag. And finally, Michael as Womberbash Benson Mum. Who is ready to tell a story? Me! me! Okay. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. Our feet touch down on the smooth planking of the deck of the largest ship, where a burly man stands surrounded by the most savage and desperate-looking crew imaginable. Them's our orders straight from the Reaver himself. Gather your crews, load the army, we sail in two days. We don't stick together. There's none to oppose us this corner of the land and our focus is on speed. Get over, drop them, get back, do it again. The crane steps forward. Good morning, my children. Good morning. We have discussed your request through the night. Our deliberations were aided by the words of Bakongo and Asimaris, as they revealed your purpose and told your stories. We are truly honored to have you in our midst. The honor is ours, truly. I am Kitoko, and I welcome you to our city. We talked much of fear, the fear that we have of what your being here means to us. But we also spoke of hope that rises like the sun. And in spite of our fear, we also understand that evil knows no boundaries and will come our way if we do not stand against it. And with that in mind, we will aid you. As our legends state, we once lived in the center of the valley, in a place of many waters, lakes, think you call them, until one day the skies shattered, stars fell, and we were driven away, changed forever. 
a faraway shriek rends the air. It sounds unearthly. What was that? Did you hear that? We are almost there. Almost there? Yes. Come. With the sudden rustle of the nest, a large nightmarish form ducks through the low opening, charging towards you on fingered wings. It's gigantic, standing at least 20 feet tall, from rear legs scrabbling in the mud to the long neck and feet-long beak that snaps in your direction. And then they leap, and you feel the earth drop away from beneath you. It's like you leave your stomachs there on the ground. The cats stand waving to you, and they become smaller and smaller and smaller. Wind whips through your hair in a rush as the giant beasts beneath you glide out over the sunken valley. It would be generous to say that their wing beats mirror the thumping of your hearts because your excitement definitely has your pulse up. After the first couple minutes aloft, however, as you feel the security of your saddle beneath you and the Quetzalcoatl rise to the morning's updrafts, the long wings spread wide to scoot the air, twitching every so often to make small adjustments as the wind changes. So what are you thinking, what are you doing as you're on the back of these giant things? Uh, every second that she's up there, Tira is growing more and more confident and... Uh, doing handstands now? No! Just... <laughs> Walking on the wing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a door from the wing. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> that was terrible. No, just like she is getting more familiar with the ways of maybe steering <laughs> and, and handling the reins and, and getting a more confident seat in the saddle. Yeah, and I'll add to that, uh, you, you give a gentle tug and your bird dips a little bit and then soars upward above Womberbash. And so <laughs> Womberbash, suddenly you see her plummet, maybe 10 feet, but you're like, <gasps> and yeah. then she comes soaring back up in front of your bird. Yeah. With a big grin on her there face. There you go, perfect. Keep going. Oh, um, and is now able to turn her attention to looking around and taking uh, taking stock of the view below and where they seem to be headed, what might she see off in the distance ahead, where they seem to be going. Okay, we'll get to that in just a moment. Okay. And Michael, anything you want to add? Wamrabash is just worried because he didn't really get any rations or anything else before we left. Sure you did. You have the wicker baskets. Oh yeah, that's right! Wamberbash is worried if there'll be some way to cook these rations. Mm -hmm. Fruit. They were pres- <laughs> cook the fruit. <laughs> and they were, some of them were dried, so they're okay, they're nice. made for preservation. Nice. Okay, cool. So Wamberbash is just worried the next time they're going to be able to eat. Actually right. Okay. Sounds right. You fly for about ten minutes. During that time, the morning sun has risen steadily from the moment you climbed onto the giant birds, and now the angle of the sun's rays pick at gaps in the jungle below. Here and there are flashes of brightness between the thickly clustered branches of dark trees. It appears to be water. Larger bodies of collected water appear slightly north and, only a little more distant, to the west. One sizable lake opens out due west of you, maybe five to ten miles distant, along your line of flight. But as you strain to make out details, is that an island in the middle of the lake? You notice the bird's wings fold in and your stomach suddenly seems to be about 50 feet above you as you plummet straight down. Go ahead and roll for perception, and the high one wins. 14. Okay. 
Natural 20. Mm-hmm. Wombervash. Not only do you see the molecules moving in the air around you, <laughs> <laughs> you see what looks like a glint of purple light coming from that lake area. In the lake? Uh, like, like the sun is reflecting off of something under the water surface? It's hard to tell. Okay. It's just like a... With a nat 20, it's hard for me to tell. Yeah. From 10 miles away. <laughs> Man, this must be very hard to tell. <laughs> For one agonizingly slow moment, you realize your mounts are dropping out of the sky, and your fingers dig into the rich leather of the saddles, but then those wings spread wide once more, and you come coasting in to a gentle landing on firm ground, or something like firm ground. Rather than the ground, the giant birds squawk to each other as they settle onto a raised platform, apparently made for the purpose. It's covered in broken branches and bits of vine. It's a messy nesting platform, and as you slide down, your feet crunch a bit, strewn about on the platform's floor, are random bones, the remnants of past meals. The birds seem perfectly content. Hopefully not past riders. (laughs) Yeah, a couple of dwarf bones. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the birds seem perfectly content. Uh, They groom themselves and each other. While they're engaged in this, uh, feel free to move about. So are the platforms off to the side of the lake, or is it on the platforms on the island? Or where, where are these platforms? Yeah, I'm, I'm you came clear. down. You came down well short. Uh, so we you, just went straight down. Yeah, oh, okay. You saw it about five miles distant, and then immediately began your descent. So mm. you you are in an open area of the jungle here. It looks like it's been clear cut to make room for the birds with their wingspan. Mm-hmm. And again, it looks like a place that was made however long ago. And there's no other person here Correct. Uh, that we can Just see. Just you and the birds. Do we feel um, safe in this location? Or is it... As safe as you have felt at any point in the jungle here. Okay. You don't feel like anything's watching you. There's certainly... The, the noise of animal activity is going on around you. Yeah. Um, so that would seem to indicate some measure of safety. Tira dismounts... And uh, lands lightly on her feet, reaches up a hand to pat whatever I can reach on the bird. I guess one of the wing feet that's down okay. now. Yeah, you feel a bump on your back as the mm-hmm. head tilts down over you and basically gives you a neck okay, hug. Okay, so, so pat the beak or whatever. Yeah. Um, can, can Tira describe the wing feet by any chance? <laughs> Shut up. You know what I'm talking about. Animals like this that have wings have claws on the joint. Yeah, like the a, knuckles like a, or yeah. something. Like bat. You know, those kind of winged dinosaurs were like bats, basically. Yeah. And then once down, looks around expecting to see a, another person, like another keeper, there to meet them yeah. and give further instructions. Nothing. Yeah. Is there nobody else here but us? I don't see anyone. Um, did, you see, did you see that island and, and the water? I mean, I think I saw an island, but there's lots of bodies of water around here with patches of land. I didn't note anything particular about it. Well, there was like, I saw purple light coming from it. What? Yeah. I, like, it, like the pillar's light? I don't know. It was it was small light. I, I'm not sure. And how far away was that? It's, it's just over there. <laughs> we, yeah. we, have to, we have to go over there. West. West. <laughs> I, I don't... I think I think Wamperbash would just say over there. Yeah, yeah. you probably would. Yeah. <laughs> it's west of your current location, okay. though. We just over there. How far did you think it was? The ground shakes underneath your feet. What was that? 
You notice the treetops are swaying. Like an earthquake, I oh, guess. Boy. And then it stops. It's the, it's the smoke monster. Yeah. There is silence. And then after about 10 seconds of silence, the animal sounds resume. That was an earthquake. I guess. It's, it's probably about west change from over there to over here. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, are we facing south? I don't know. This is, is east. Yeah. West is yeah. almost directly okay. that way. <laughs> uh, it's probably over there, maybe about um, an hour away walking, I guess. Huh. Why would they leave us here if, it's, if our destination was still so far? I guess it's just the landing point. Hmm. And no one here to give us any further instructions? Oh, well. We'll figure it out. Oh, no, I lost my basket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's right here. Oh, no, never mind. I found it. It's in my hand. Yeah. It's still that. pretty early in the morning, right? It's probably around 8 or yeah, 9 Yeah, we o'clock. only flew for 10 minutes, so it's or probably it pretty early. Yeah, it's roughly 9 o'clock in the okay. morning. Okay. You know what I thought of? I mean, it's too late to do anything about it now, but maybe going forward... All the places we travel to by portal, we get there, and it's like the same time as it was when we left where we were. But we're sometimes going great distances. Mm, yeah. There should be, like, time zones or yeah, something. Yeah, there are, and I've tried to account for that. If I haven't, it's my fault. Is there daylight savings time by any chance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I literally just saw that, like, in this past week of, of... Yeah, I've tried to account for it. Or the, whenever it was, the last time we had an episode where we mentioned... Like what time of day it was, and it suddenly occurred to me, I was like, wait a minute. So, Sometimes these portals are like yeah, miles and, and miles other continents. I have definitely kept track of that. However, where you were in Trand and where you are in Muwaka is basically more north south. Exactly. Than it is east exactly. West, yeah. Is this world bigger than, larger than like New Zealand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Australia? Is it Australia size? The continent? Let's mm. see. Uh, Edelin is, yeah, it's bigger than Australia. Wow. Okay. Yeah, then yeah, definitely. Uh, if we take a portal, it might be nighttime by yeah. the time mm-hmm. we... And I have definitely accounted for that. Okay. Yeah. Right, anyway. So, so I um, guess we should head over there. Well, why don't we sit down and eat something first before we... Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> I argument. Can't, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't suggest that, Bash. Wow, we're having some real role I've actually already been here. snacking yeah, on yeah. the way down. She falls way asleep ahead, first. She's eating on. first. She yeah. peanuts uh, <laughs> on the flight. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think Tira's just going to pull out, I guess, the basket they just gave us. Yeah, you each have a basket. And it's going to sit down right near her animal. Yeah. As you open the basket, the inquisitive head starts poking around. Not for you. And she's going to kind of bat it away. I punch my animal. <laughs> I'm like, get away from you got to punch food. at least one animal per campaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have to tell about the horse punching story some other time. <laughs> Forgotten that one. You, you were not on that in that campaign. Oh, I see. I see. No, this isn't for you. And she pats it a little subigue way. There's a disgruntled squawk. <laughs> and it turns around and sulks. Boo <laughs> <laughs> boogers. And Tira's just gonna pull out. If, is there any fresh fruit in it? Mm-hmm. Alright, she's gonna eat that first then. Yep. Because that's not gonna keep. Yeah, I tore mine up. You sit there on the edge of the platform, swinging your feet yeah. as you eat. Taking in the smells, it's as the day warms up, of course, uh, the moisture in the ground, the, the ground below is very, very wet. And you can see why. It's easy to tell why. From the jungle to the west, water is trickling down in little rivulets here and there, coming out of the trees to basically flood this open area. 
there are some overgrown stumps here and there to show that the ground was cleared at some fairly recent time. But the amount of water seems to have limited uh, the growth of most of the, the vegetation that would grow in the jungles. And so uh, the vines that have been hanging from trees and basically grabbing at you as you're walking through them in previous jungle trekking is not as evident here. But you'd know that as soon as you step down, you're going to be maybe up to your knees in mud. Mm. See what I got here. And so because of that, you are making the most of your time here on this elevated yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, before getting down in it. Yeah, and the, the smells of wet dirt are rising in this warming day. What's the bug situation? Now that you're sitting still and you have food out, they are gathering. Well, if they're up here, then Tira knows as soon as they get down in the jungle, it's going to be even worse. So she pulls out that uh, repellent that the cats wouldn't let her put on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, dabs it in relevant. Get my neck, Walmart Bash. Yeah. <laughs> you get the back of my head, yeah. I'd like to try something. Yeah. Ooh. If the DM will let me. We'll see. He'll, he'll let you try it, sure. I'd like to take so, a little bit of time and make something that looks like this. Make a set of lungs. We're going we're gonna to share this picture on Discord in our art and such channel. Oh, like snowshoes almost, but to keep you from sinking. Yeah. Yes. So basically, I want to take some, um, some stronger branches and make a, a frame and then weave in some, some little less and maybe some vines or whatever and then do some straps so we can put our feet in. And of course, I made it not completely round so we could walk in them uh -huh. to maybe get a lot more surface area. Now, we would, our, our feet would be about this size. So there's quite a bit of surface area as not to sink so far into the, uh, okay. in, into the mud. There's plenty of branches and vines yes. up on this platform. All right, cool. So I'm, I'm weaving them together. Okay, to... why don't you give me... A, we'll make it a survival check. Okay. I don't get an advantage on it. <laughs> Can well, you, you, make, got, you got luck points. Though. Can you make it an arcana <laughs> check? No. Yeah, you're right. You do have luck points. A luck point. What was that? <laughs> a three. Oh, I thought it was like a 10 or something. Oh, 19. Plus, Plus whatever. Yeah. Okay. Wombard Bash starts working. And why don't you describe your process of working here? The first twig snaps. Yeah, and then exactly. He... <laughs> exactly. It occurs to me, as I pop in a very plump raisin, <laughs> that I could make something maybe to help our journey go a little bit more less muddy. <laughs> more or less muddy. <laughs> uh, so I take some, some, some branches and I, I bend them um, very, very carefully as not to fully break them into sort of like an oval uh, shape. And then from there, I'll take uh, smaller branches and I start weaving a pattern through this frame and I make two of them because I'm testing this out. Mm -hmm. And then I take some vine and I put some straps so I can slip my feet into it. And I start to walk a little bit and realize that I'm not sinking so far into the mud as right. I We're probably would. We're still on the platform, would. aren't we? I, I kind of jump down to yeah. kind of test it gotcha. out. Yeah. And I'll say, hey. The mud squelches up through the vines and covers the tops of your wraps. But okay. that's okay. about it. Yeah, you're, you're not so, sinking like So I say, hey, Tira, I think this might, might help us out. As Ooh, you step, As you step down... Clouds of mosquitoes rise from the, st the standing water. Oh, here, Bash, put some of this on, and she tosses in the bottle. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. Give me a quick constitution check. Okay. Constipation check. Ooh. Yes! <laughs> it's a total of 19. Okay. Or 18, rather. All right. I have a 14. Okay. The smell is definitely strong. <laughs> 
thought you were going to say the smell is deafening. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, is it? I, uh, I knew you would have to like correct yourself, but that was what I thought you were going to say. The smell is uh, deafening. I, smell is I forget the, the phrase exactly. It's something like, who you are is so loud. I can't hear what you're saying or something like that. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be an artistic rendering. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I forget how it goes. Yeah. I, I, I think you should yeah. keep the smell as deafening, though. I think, yeah. I think that would well, <laughs> The smell is the deafening. Smell de- this deafened is so nose. bad, I can't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do you smell something? That's right. Yeah. It's going to keep coming up. Yeah. You perhaps gag. Uh, Bash, you actually... Wretch. <laughs> yeah, do, do a little dumb and dumber thing. Does it a, work? It Yeah, so the, the bugs, when they first smell that there yeah <laughs> they drop out of the sky uh they give you a wide berth um so you've managed to coat yourself with a, a thin layer Ugh. of this it's greasy it's yeah. orange and it just stinks it reeks so we're just covered in petrol okay great uh, right, so, and so i've made i've made tira mm-hmm. a set okay great. Uh, obviously right. slightly smaller for for her size but mm-hmm. sufficient yeah okay uh and so you take you have to like lift your legs a little bit higher out yeah. of the out of the muck, and there's this awkward, nasty slurping sound as you lift each foot. But you are on top of the mud rather than in it, and so you make the hike. It's I'm going to say a quarter mile across this open land, and then you come to the edge of the jungle. As you stand there pondering your next steps, the ground shakes again. There it is again. It rocks for about five seconds. Is this reminiscent of another time? Did this happen to us before? Mm. Around another pillar? No. I don't mm. think so. Peter would know if he was here. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> okay. Would a... It's not one of my better traits, but would an arcana check give me an indication? What would you this... be looking for? No, Knowing what Bash said about having seen a purple gleam, and mm-hmm. so... She's assuming they're in the vicinity of the next pillar. I guess uh, testing for magical forces or the idea that this is, is this a natural phenomenon or is this like like is it an earthquake or is this from like from the direction of the pillar or? Please have her sticker uh, pinky in the dirt and sit <laughs> and on the taste it. Yeah, it's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's here. I can taste it. <laughs> okay, uh, it sounds like you want to try two different checks. Okay, so uh, Arcana and nature. Yeah, those are the two I was debating between. So I don't know. um, I mean, you're welcome to do both. Or Wamber Bash, you could do one and she could do the other. Okay, let me. Oh, neither one. Oh, I could do Arcana because. uh, Yeah. Would you say nature and Arcana? Nature and They're both in the same. Let me do Arcana because I have a colored in. Okay, good. I don't have either one colored in. Okay, okay. I'll do nature. Okay. I'll do Arcana. No grief. Luck point. Oh, that's right. You have luck points now. I do. I'm going to do another luck point. Oh, dude, you're just tearing through those things. Burning through them. I rolled one less than the last time. <laughs> yes. Do it again. Do it again. I don't want to blow all my luck points on this. You should. I With with my roll and my um, with my proficiency, because I colored in, I have a uh, 15. Okay. I got an 8. And you did the, the Arcana. Arcana, check. yeah. Okay. 8 on the nature check. Okay. <laughs> To your best guess, Tira, it is an earthquake. Okay. <laughs> the earth, it's shaking. Yeah. It must I be quaking. I feel the quaking. earth move under my feet. Oh. I tumbled in there. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Carol King. Yep. 
Wamberbash, you have a moment of lightheadedness just after the uh, the earth stops shaking. It feels like other times that you've been in the vicinity of pillars, and then it passes. Do you remember when I went up to the one st- uh, the, the house? Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like constantly. That was amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You also feel the warmth of your spoon pressed mm. against you. Well, this region sure is prone to earthquakes. I wonder why. I, I feel like I've, I feel like it's similar to when we were at other pillars, and my, my spoon is warm. Is it? Yes. Feel it, but oh. don't drop it. <laughs> You're right. Actually, if I need, like, if I have a soup that's cold, I can just use yeah. my spoon <laughs> yeah. to heat it up. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. The multi-purpose magic spoon. It's the radiation. Opens portals, heats your soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, which direction do you think we ought to go then? I-, I think we should stay this way. Water is trickling down past your feet. Uh, now that we're out of the area and we're sort of more in the jungle is it as muddy like can we ditch the right you've gone slightly upward up slope and so yeah it's it's not nearly as squishy here okay Okay, tira's gonna take those off but tie them to her pack okay good figuring those these are handy in squishy situations i'll do that too so i'm gonna call them mud mud shoes mud skippers mud skippers muddy the mud skipper yes i'm gonna call them mud skippers that's what i put Okay, uh, is, is there a path, a discernible path through the jungle, or are we really just kind of cutting our way through? You are out in the back 40 here. Okay, so I'm going to have my panavis out, and okay. I'm going to start yeah. hacking away. Okay, However, you go f- following along the course of the water is much easier. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. uh, yeah. it, it has carved a way through the jungle. Well, I think your panavis will be a, a better tool than one of my axes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Absolutely. why don't you go in the front? Absolutely, it's made for this. As I was, I was going to say, it's probably the origin of that particular tool. Right, yeah. hit it. You chop your way through. And you're back in the green embrace of the jungle. Animal sounds are oddly muffled here, but they are still very much evident. And you push on through the crashing sounds of you making your way through the hack of your blade. It all sounds very close. But the presence, your proximity to the flowing water, and uh, the food that you've eaten recently helps to sustain you. And you find it not quite as bad or as miserable as you might have feared. It's running water, right? So is it fresh water? Yes. Okay. It's kind of shallow. Yeah. And it's running over a very um, shallow course, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely flowing downward in this direction. It just occurred to me, I don't know when the last time I filled my skin was, Tira takes her skin out, because I'm assuming it's still hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Tira takes her water skin out. And drains it and then realizes, I haven't filled this. And it's going to fill the yeah. water skin up in the little babbling brook. Yep. Water dribbles down your cheeks mm-hmm. as you drink from your flask and then you fill it up. It, it takes a couple minutes. but Bombardash just sticks his face in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel even more refreshed. The water is tepid. It's not cold, but it is clear and clean. Okay, that's it. I just want Good. Yeah, I like, it. I like the detail. And you stop more frequently than you feel like you need to. To keep the water Changing coming. our socks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You press on, and after about a half hour, uh, you notice that the jungle ahead begins to thin slightly, allowing shafts of moisture-drenched light to lance through the leaves and hanging vines. It's obvious this is new growth, because the trunks of the trees are smaller here than what you forced your way through to this point. The ground again becomes spongy as it levels out. 
It's possible for you to trace the trickle a little further ahead, but it disappears into the marshy area that's dotted here and there with little ragged hummocks that seem to grow from the still dark waters. Maybe 200 feet ahead or so, there is a much larger mound that rises like a stately and very firm haven amidst this swampy land. But what affects you most is the absolute stench. A putrid smell of acrid sulfur makes your noses twitch and your eyes water, even over the bug repellent. <laughs> it, it has to be the water, which sits black and motionless under a mostly covering carpet of thick green algae. Here and there are black patches where it seems the water was recently disturbed, although with your level of nature awareness, it's impossible to say how long ago. Is There's moss, right, some places? Yeah. I'm going to take a couple of pieces of moss and stick them in my nostrils on okay. either side. So now the stink smells like moss. Okay. <laughs> That's much better. Yeah. It has a mossy undertone. <laughs> I, I can't think what exactly Tira has on, but it's going to basically just put her face in her shirt like that. Okay. I'm going to try to climb up to that mound that's a little higher. Okay, to do that, you're going to have to go through this water. Yeah. Okay. Bash, are you sure this is the right way? I, I, I want to get up there, and I maybe I can see. <laughs> you, you should try sticky moss up your nose. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I think we're going to need to put those... Um, Mud skippers? Yeah, I wouldn't want to call them that as Tira. I think we're going to need to put your mud shoes back on to get through this... <laughs> And she pulls those back off her pack and straps them onto her feet. Okay. Lead the way. That's <laughs> 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 making. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Until I looked at you, and I was like, oh, okay, I see what step you're doing. Step heave, step <laughs> heave. <laughs> the water ends up being about chest deep on you, Tira. <laughs> yeah, and as you push through, the algae is like clinging to your neck. And so you have a, a, a necklace of <laughs> this green. This is worse than the sewer. <laughs> I never yeah. thought I'd say that. It's pretty bad. Can I just climb up on his back? You could. Sure. We'll be heavier, though, and I'll be sinking a little deeper. But yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be better for you, definitely. Why would you mention that out loud? No, I, I'm with you. <laughs> like, I you mean, speak? I'm light as a feather. <laughs> Stiff as a board, light as a feather. <laughs> yeah, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that was going to work. I don't know. Why but let's not explain even... it on this so the kids listening no just don't kidding. know what that is. Don't, don't ask your parents what that is. <laughs> Bash, Bash, let me <coughs> let me get up on your back. I think I'm in too deep. She's already climbing you. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I sit on his shoulder or something. I don't know. Because he has a backpack on. I can't yeah. really get on his back. Carry me. <laughs> I'm like. Bash. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Put her on my shoulders. Don't start. Everyone will start. It happened in the jungle. (laughs) You know. You're cutting all this out because we are not starting that one next. I could. Oh. Let me spend seven side points and become a giant. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, you got the whole crew back, so just do it. Yeah. Bash, you summon your mystical energy and begin to grow. Your legs thicken. It actually forces you up a little bit out of the mud to do that because your feet take on greater uh, girth. Yes. <laughs> Girthy feet. Tira, you're already starting to climb him, and suddenly his Woo! back begins to broaden. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now you're like spread eagled on his back. Well, rem- remember, know, it's hairy. So I'm say, I'm, I'm, yeah. my hands folded in the back yeah. here. Uh, your clothes. And backpack. You're gonna have to hold on to them, I yeah. think, yeah. because they're gonna they're gonna rip well, off. yeah, they're gonna the little seams the are straps. gonna bust. Yeah. yeah. So you gather things as quickly as you can. A couple things here and there fall into the muck below, but you scoop it up. 
and you climb up to a com- more comfortable perch on his shoulder. Womber Bash, from here, you're what, I think we talked about nine or ten feet tall now? Whatever giant is in the book. He says, you are giant as a yeah. classification. You also, yeah, yeah. I thought I'm, it was like I'm, 15. Somewhere between 10 and 15 then. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't you have that chart on your... On mine, it has like the chart of what the yeah, sizes Yeah, what, what are. miniature and large and yeah. and giant is. Quick facts. Yeah, I'm know. probably about... at le- I'm at least 10 feet. We'll say 10. You know what's going to happen is this week or next week, whenever this airs, uh, people on the Discord are being like, I remember, for, I just listened to the episode where you guys defined <laughs> what giant was, and it was this or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Feel free to set us straight, but yeah. we're just going on with it. 10 feet tall, Womber Bass, you're picking your feet up carefully and setting them down into the murky stuff. The mound ahead begins to reveal some of its secrets as you approach. Here and there are bits of rounded, rain-worn stone. And Tira, you can definitely mm-hmm. make that out from your perch. Mm-hmm. The soft golden glow of the handworked stone shows tumbled arches, dilapidated walls, and where they aren't entirely shrouded from the inquisitive sun by choking vines, it looks like the mound might be the remnant of an ancient civilization's city and perhaps the only comfortable place in the immediate area. Wait a minute. Remember, the people that are on the side of the thing, they they were regular people at one point right. living there until the, the pillar came, and maybe this is where they... Some of them anyway. Yeah, the origin of those folks. Mm, good connection. Oh, did you... Is that what you intended? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's how far off? Uh, it's... You're, you're about halfway there, so about 100 feet away. I'm going to pick up the pace a yeah, little bit to try I, and, to hurry up and, and get up on that. Yeah, get in his ear. I'm not going to get in his ear. <laughs> Move! <laughs> she like, climbs up into your ear. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. I'm not going to get Holding on to the ear hairs. Yeah, that's the BFG here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But get to his ear uh-huh. and point it out. He's heading straight for that already, but... Oh, yeah. You, you tell me, Bash, are you headed towards the mound? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I gathered. I think I see city ruins up ahead. I'm going to head over there now. Yeah, you splash heavily through the muck. You're about halfway across and passing by one of the shaggy hummocks when the smell changes abruptly. The tang of sulfur is pushed aside by the sharp snap of skunk smell. And to your horror, the hummock shifts as the water begins to bubble furiously. Ahead. About 10 feet away from the hummock is rising from the water. We haven't done battle in a while. <laughs> with, with baleful, round eyes glaring in your direction. Oh, you're already giant form. Thank goodness. <laughs> As it rises, you realize with a horrified start that the head belongs to the hummock, connected by an elongated neck that's curled around to allow it to stare at you. Dripping weeds dangle from the rising neck, and the eyes seem to exert a sort of control over you, threatening to turn your arms and legs into useless, leaden weights. A splash behind you tells you that another is rising nearby. Roll for initiative. Oh, man! Okay, I want to do something immediately when I have the chance. (laughs) Go ahead and use a luck point. No, (laughs) no, I'm going to keep that last one. Uh, 18. Okay. Eight. Okay, I have 14, so I will be going second. Tira, you get to act first. Oh, boy. What are you going to do? Woo, buddy. Okay. I don't have to... I don't have to... I just want to say something. I don't have to... I don't have to wait for my turn to say something, right? To say something, go for it. Okay. 
Don't look at its eyes. Uh, I looked at its eyes, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There are they. It's like they're one in front of us and one behind us. Correct. By ten feet, twenty feet, five feet. They're within range of you. Okay. We haven't been aggressed yet, though, right? Okay, never mind. But just chop I mean, its head off. Just kill it. No, just chop its head off. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you this: You said they have these big round eyes. You said threatening to. Do I? Am I feeling a magical effect from their stare? Because you were both looking at it when it rose mm-hmm. out of the water. Yes, you're starting to feel the effects of it. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Well then. Uh, Tira assumes that they mean to attack and that these are not just, you know, harmless little guardians or something. And is going to, from this range, begin by pulling out her bow and arrow. Okay. And uh, try and fire between the eyes of the one facing. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So. So the one to your front. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, baby. Here we go. Luck point. First combat roll of the <laughs> well, season. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Fifteen. That's a hit. Okay. Yes. Okay. No, and no luck point. Wait, no hold, luck. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. So then that is my eight. Can you turn into a giant rage monster, please? <laughs> okay. Uh, Eleven damage on that one. The thing roars with pain, and the smell intensifies. All right. And she's going to haul off and fire one more arrow at it. I'm going to say luck point on that one because it feels like the 15 barely hit. And that would have been a 14. <laughs> okay. I missed because that was even worse. A total of 12. The smell distracts you so badly. Yeah. It, it is so thick that your eyes are watering and you pull your second shot to have it splash into yeah. the water nearby. Okay. My turn. Be gentle. <laughs> Womberbash, the thing looks at you. But I'm not looking at his eyes. You haven't had a chance to react yet. <laughs> <laughs> now Make, my mother is out on him. Yes. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. Talk to the day. I'm just I'm trying to think. <laughs> Do I want to take... Nine. Your arms drop down to your sides... You feel yourself actually sinking into the mud and whispering in your mind as the yellow-green eyes bore into you are the most dismal, depressing thoughts you've ever heard, and you feel a sickness creep over you. Now, question. My mother being out on him means that there's, like, a disadvantage. But that on the, attacks. On attacks. So right. it wouldn't mean that he gets advantage on the right, same. No, it he, would. He actually, it would definitely mean that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he rolled this one. You're right, though. Um, And in a moment, we'll come back and have you describe your mom basically latching onto this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need some dice. Oh, great. (laughs) That means he's got to roll 18 damage die against you. Holy cow. You take 29 points of damage as the despair and misery shred your mind. Was that psychic damage or? Necrotic. Ooh. Yeah. Great. Zombie skunks. (laughs) Behind you, something thrashes in the water, and a tail whips about and tries to bludgeon you in the back of your leg. Which you? Me. Okay. 24. 
No, wait, did you roll hit. a disadvantage? This is the other one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's this right. is the other one. Never so mind. 24 to hit. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So you might not take the 24 damage. You'll take probably much more. <laughs> 15 points of damage okay. as a club-like tail slams into the back of your knee. Okay. It is your turn. By the way, when I became a giant, I had 30 plus temporary points. So the first time he hit me... Basically took the, yeah. Took me down to normal. Yeah. Okay, right. Nice. I know I'm not paralyzed, but I'm going to look at the one that did this to me. Mm-hmm. The one that's mm-hmm. in front, so to speak. Or where is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's facing us. Yeah. There's one in front of you, one behind you. And I'm going to um, mind thrust. Okay. Um, it has to succeed on an intelligent saving throw. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I can guarantee. And is this disadvantage because it's not an attack? It doesn't. Correct, count. correct. You saved, didn't you? <laughs> I rolled a 20. Dang! <laughs> Does that mean it takes no damage? Let's see. Um, or take 1d10 damage. Okay. But actually at eleven, uh, uh, level 11, which I am, it's... Double that. The target must succeed on an intelligent saving throw or take one... Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. So okay. if he saves, so there's no, no half damage. No, no damage. Okay, gotcha. You stare intently, but your your mind is just so because of the exactly thoughts. exactly okay. that, that you're not sense. able to focus your your thoughts. I'll let it slide then this time. Okay, <laughs> Meredith, can you describe your mom coming out? Once that first arrow hit its mark, um, I don't know. If she sounds weird. I don't know if she bursts out of me. I guess that's the only thing that makes sense, really. Sure, sure. Uh, so it's almost an idea of and. That's going to sound weird on the recording. Uh, <laughs> Tira sort of lurches backwards and then forwards, and her mom, like the, her spirit, separates. Separates kind of as if as if separating from the front of Tira, like uh-huh. like a turtle, yeah. like a turtle coming out. Okay, and drifts forward to the place where the arrow struck, which I don't know where you are going to imagine that that is. I was Why aiming for between. Me? I was aiming for between the eyes. Go but I don't know. It. Fifteen constitutes. So- it's got a thick skull. Uh-huh. The arrow basically grazed and, uh-huh. and bounced off the skull, but yeah, okay. but uh, but pierced skin and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, you can see a, an icor dribbling down the mm-hmm. head of this thing. Lovely. So Balrina soars straight for that and starts peeling. The yeah, skin I was gonna say gri- <laughs> uh, Basically, I guess settles herself, m- mounts right on the area, and is like. Pulling ear, doing whatever she can to distract me. Pulling ears, pulling on the on the wound, whatever. Yeah, Does great. they even have ears? I don't know. They're ears that yeah. are low yeah, and yeah. stick out from the head. But it's just gripping onto anything yeah, and great. anything to great. distract and even yeah. wailing and things like Very that. Very nice. I like it. Okay. Was that an action, the mind thrust? Yes. Okay. Do you have a do you have, action? Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to do on your turn? Or a reaction? I shall stay. Okay. Put. Tira, it is back to you. Taking in the effect that the creatures have already had on Bash, that he yeah, you could he seems feel slumping you because could feel of his arms slump, being right. dead weight, and he is, and, and he's been struck. Tira goes into a rage. Mm-hmm. That's Good. one. Finally, let's get this oh, going. I think you have mm-hmm. to be in a rage for your mom to come out. I know that that's a separate thing. It's an ancestral protector. It's just whenever I hit, then she comes anyway, out. Yep, go for it. Um, so Tira goes into a rage. Pulls out, now how, is, is this thing, you said it's in range, is it close enough? If I were to launch myself off of Bash's shoulder, would I reach it? Yeah. Okay. 
Well then, yeah, Tira will then pull out her fancy axe and launch herself from Bash's shoulder okay. onto the creature and try and split its skull. Front Two, or, two-handed? Front or back? No, the front one. Okay, all right, the go for it. <laughs> I want you to describe your flight through the air. Um, it's got to be slow motion, Star, star yeah. lines. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Yes, picture the beginning of Kung Fu Panda when <laughs> Furious Five are flying through the air and... Um, <laughs> Tira grips the fancy axe in her hand, gets down in a three-point stance on Bash's shoulder, and then launches herself, bringing the axe over her head, uh-huh. and and then gripping with the other hand so that when she lands, she's ready to just, the force of both her momentum and her arms nice. will come down with this axe on that thing's head. Awesome. Yeah, 16 plus all this stuff. That's 16 a 16 plus 11. That's a hit. <laughs> so, Okay. Now we're talking. Roll for damage. All righty. And she does have more damage because it's double-handed, right? No. I don't think so. No, not no, I'm sure. I'm sure I read that somewhere. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a versatile weapon. <laughs> yeah, it's not versatile. So here we go. Good grief. Okay. <laughs> That's 20 points of damage. Yes. Okay. There is a sickening crack as your axe digs into the same place where the arrow struck just a mm-hmm. moment ago. Mm-hmm. The beast roars and lunges back. <laughs> And basically, I want you to do a quick, uh, as a reaction, mm-hmm. uh, do a strength check. Well, take your take your pick, either a um, an athletics check uh-huh. or a an acrobatics check. Your choice. Uh, we'll do athletics because yep. I've got all my best that makes stuff sense. on that. You're yeah. you're gonna wrap your arms around its uh-huh. neck to try and keep from being flung off. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Twenty-one. Perfect. <laughs> you hold on, and uh, yeah, you're now sitting astride the, uh-huh. the neck and head of this beast. And again, the neck mm-hmm. is about ten feet long. Mm-hmm. It's a weird-looking creature. Yeah, uh, digs her heels in around its neck, releases the axe from its skull, and goes again. Seventeen. Uh, That's a hit. Okay. So, uh, sixteen points. Mm. <laughs> Back in the saddle again. She buries her axe in the uvula <laughs> of this in creature. In its eye socket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is black blood streaming down this thing. It's shaking its head vigorously left and right, trying to dislodge you from your perch, but you are locked in. Good luck, dude. I got 20 strength hanging on to you. That's right. The smell is even thicker now, and it's almost a force unto itself. She's not going to notice it right now yeah. while she's in the rage. Yeah, Maybe raging. later she'll be like, and yeah. but not even phased. Okay, on to my guys. In its agony, this creature lunges forward and takes another swipe at Bash. Uh, 22. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> You're a big target. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 22 points of damage from the tail clubbing you. The one behind you is going to miss with an 11. I assume that's a miss? Yes. Okay. And it is your turn. Uh, I do want to do a recharge check. Wait, did you roll with disadvantage when you attacked him? Oh, you're right. You're right. Thank you, From the first one. Thank you. I I always forget that. I'd roll the same thing. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay, so they are done. Wombabash, it's your turn. Does the damage that she has done to that creature weaken its 
Uh, you're, it's not a lasting effect. It was just like a like a one hit. Okay, I, I so was, I was flavoring it. Okay, it? so so I am mobile. Yeah, yeah you're perfectly capable. Oh yeah. yeah. You still feel sad. Okay. Um, a single tear rolls <laughs> yeah, down your cheek. <laughs> I'm gonna turn around to the one that's been hitting me from behind. Uh huh. And I ate that chili. So oh, right. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna turn around and um, do an energy beam. Okay. Um, how far? I mean, he's right there. Yeah. So if I just look down and just like open up my mouth and do an energy beam straight down at, okay. Yeah. What, what element are you using? Um, I am going to use fire. Okay. And, uh, you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to fail. I rolled a four. Excelente. So dang. (laughs) He's going to win. (laughs) These three plus the four. Well, you got a four on your four, yeah, so that's, that's good. that's true. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's eight plus six. Sixteen. Yeah, plus two. Oh, 16 together? Yeah. Plus two? Yeah, because you have eight Yes, that's true. that's true. That's true. That's true. Sixteen. Okay. Because you use fire, the stench in the air is like a swamp gas, and it's going to catch a light also. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you said fire, and I was like, the whole place explodes like an atomic bomb. <laughs> the creature that you just hit with your energy beam is going to take the brunt of it, but there's a chance that all of you are going to take damage from the exploding fireball that issues from it. So I'm going to roll damage for the target. I maxed it out. Oh, great. Yes. So it's going to take 12 extra points of damage. Wow. From the exploding fireball. Oh, okay. I was like- now each of you... Make a dexterity saving throw to avoid being hit with this damage. If you if you save, you're going to take half the damage. 18 plus 5. Okay, 15. that's a save. Okay. 15 total. And I'm going to make a dexterity save here. Yep, okay, so we all take half damage. So I'll just roll okay. one die instead okay. for a total of six points of damage. Okay. Jump change. <laughs> The bellowing of these creatures echoes through this swampy area. And suddenly, the smell of curling perfume cuts through the stench. Please tell me Thump shows up. And with a bellow from the other side, from where you just came through the trees, a brilliantly gleaming figure comes streaking out of the jungle. And that's where we're going to end. This episode. Thump lives! <laughs> and yeah, you know it. Thump is here to help us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Let's talk experience points. <laughs> I'm going to give you one experience point each for finding this abandoned civilization. Okay. So we're like at the ruins now. These things are around. You're 100 the feet ruins. shy of the ruins, gotcha. yes. We really didn't do a lot per se. We traveled. But then we got into a fog. That's yeah. correct. Well, I think he needs points for the shoes, for the yep. shoes. Yeah. Uh, do you have inspiration I still? Do. Okay. Then take two experience points Ooh. for the mud skippers. Yes. yes. That's good Good thinking. And let's talk Norse battle. So, yeah, obviously the, oh, the, the mud skippers was a nice touch. Everything else was mostly... Um, Standard procedure. Battle, you know, got the, got the yeah, uh, advantage yeah. in battle. I mean, um, but, but thank goodness I have a barbarian over here because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... Okay. Other than 
saying, let's sit down and eat. <laughs> Think to your anything. Thinking to eat and thinking to drink. You um, know, okay. your survival I mean, skills. You can give me a point for that if you want. Yeah, and, take, and honestly, I, one. I completely forgot about the uh, smelly insect repellent. Yeah. So why don't you take two for, uh, for all of that okay. combined? You're keeping the party healthy and alive. <laughs> and I'm using my survival instincts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Listen. Because that's a thing that I have. All right. <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts? Okay, so let's go ahead and get a recap. All righty. Tira is 48 points into level 13. Womberbash is 56 points into level 13. Very good. Good teamwork so far. I really like the thought and uh, the care with which you've approached this battle. And we'll see what happens next in these jungle ruins right here at Stack of Dice. <laughs> Okay, I have 14, so I will be going second. Tira, you get to act first. Oh, boy. What are you going to do? <laughs> Grab a beer. What? I should have rolled better. Oh. Oh. <laughs>